I am mesmerized, blown away. Washington, D.C. has been dethroned as my number one listener. Yeah, I mean, they still listen. Actually, they are one, two, three, four, five, sixth. They're in sixth place as listener. They used to be number one tenfold because anytime around election time, you can bet your ass their political aides are listening to this show like fucking crazy. You know how I know that? Because I watch everything. Fox, C-SPAN, CNN, MSNBC, everything. I watch it all. I see it all. And I swear to God, these unoriginal motherfuckers, they steal my lines on both sides. They steal my talking points. Stop stealing my shit, you plagiarizing motherfuckers, and come up with an original thought of your own. What the fuck are you doing up there? You're supposed to have all this shit figured out. You're in a leadership position. Huh? I appreciate y'all stealing lines from me, and you fucking steal lines. I even hear dipshit using my fucking lines. No, I'm not that starry-eyed. I'm just not stupid. You're fucking stealing material from me. That's why you were the number one listener. Every time we get around election time, here you go. The new number five listener of the Stand the Joke Man show is Council Bluffs. Yeah. Oh, everybody knows who Council Bluffs is. <laughs> hey, listen, folks. Council Bluffs is a beautiful community. Just right on the uh, east side of Iowa. West side of Iowa, east side of the river, across from Omaha. There we go. That's it. Good thing is, I only have to take one fucking road to get there. Yeah. My wife and I are getting ready to buy an RV, and I was telling her, hey, if we run up there to Omaha, we, all we're going to do is pull out of Henrietta, hang a left on 75. I basically go out here to the end of Main Street and hang a left on Highway 75, and that's it. Just keep driving straight. You'll run smack dab into Omaha. Hang a right at the bridge. Cross that fucking river. Ta-da! Yeah. Council Bluffs, you're there. I think Warren Buffett's got digs up there with uh, Mrs. Hathaway from Beverly Hillbillies. Now, I'm only guessing because I've never met anybody named Mrs. Hathaway, like ever in my life, and I've lived all over this fucking country, been all over the world. I've never met a Miss Hathaway anywhere. There's only one, and she lives in Council Bluffs, works up here at Warren Buffett. Yeah. Horn cigarettes to poor Jethro. Very good, Jethro. We will continue your homework with great leaders in history. You may begin. A is for Alexander, the great he was named. B is for Beethoven, for music so famed. C is for cigarette, Winston's the best. D is for Drake, wait, Sir Francis... Wait, wait, Cigarettes, Winston. Jethro, we are studying great leaders. Well, Mr. Drysdale told Uncle Jed that Winston is the leading filter cigarette all over. That's right, he did. He and Granny's been smoking them, and they is first rate. Oh. Here, try one. But I've no doubt that Winston is indeed a superior filter cigarette. However, in deference to the textbooks... All the way Hathaway, there she goes working that cigarette. Why, this is superior. However, in deference to the textbook... Jethro's got a boner. Never mind the textbook. C is for cigarette and Winston's the best. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Winston tastes good. Like a cigarette chub. Hey, y'all notice how quiet Jethro's been? Yeah, he ain't here. He ran out to the shit house. I'm only guessing why. <laughs> now we know where Granny's Salon Selective Lotion's been going. What you doing, Granny? Making myself a new pipe. Yeah, have you seen your lotion? Oh, I got something here you want to cotton to. That banker fella gave him to me. 
What's that? Winston cigarettes. Your hands look dry. Try one, Granny. They is first rate. Well, if you say they're really good. Best smoking you ever had. Yeah, but not much for moisturizing skin, huh, Jed? But you just shut your fucking mouth here. Hey, I saw Jethro with your lotion, Granny. I could, could I borrow that? I thunder, Jed. That is good smoking. Now try it this way, Granny. Hey, Jed, zip your pants up, you fucking pervert. Could I borrow your lotion, Granny? Tastes even better. You tell me these Winstons is the best tasting cigarette you can get. Well, I may put away my corn cob. Yeah, let's find your lotion. There just ain't no way of saying how good a Winston is. You gotta smoke one to find out. Well, I can say this. You're addicted. Winston tastes mighty good. Like a cigarette should. Yeah, you need to go to rehab. Um, what am I babbling about? I don't know. I just know Mrs. Hathaway probably raped Jethro. No means no, bitch! Stand the Joke Man Show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios. Now, time for your host, Stand the Joke Man. Fucking doy to be with you here on a fun day Monday. Of course, being the gambling addict that I am, I took a quick look at the running lines out of Vegas on Donald Trump's court appearance. <laughs> you see a line you like, you just place your old bet there and uh, hopefully you'll win. And they are running actual lines. Of course, will Donald Trump avoid actual prison with a plea bargain? Almost four to one, he takes no deal. Too much of a fucking pride thing for him. He would rather call everybody a liar and go to prison than admit he ever did wrong. Hey, so be it, motherfucker. Have fun. Well, Trump served jail time before 2025. 16 to 1, he does not. Now, I don't believe this country is going to actually imprison a former U.S. president. I mean, probably house arrest or something. I mean, unless he's absolutely proved himself to be a threat to national security? Well, gee, Donald Trump's only waved private national security top secret shit around in front of God only knows who aside from the Saudi Arabians and the Russians and whoever the fuck else. He's not only incited a riot that got cops killed and for the first time in American history, our United States Capitol was attacked by the Republican Party. The Republican Party attacked the United States Capitol at the behest of their Fuhrer, Donald J. Trump. He's a threat to national security. I say throw his fucking ass in prison uh, to keep the country safe, and you'll get yourself on a $100 bet, you'll get a $1,600 payout. How about that? Actual betting lines running out of Vegas. Is Trump going to move to Russia before 2025? Well, the odds makers in Vegas say six to one. He does. I do, too. He's going to fucking move to Russia. Yeah, over there with his boyfriend, Steven Seagal and Vladdy Poontang. Yeah, he's big shit over there still. He didn't have anything to stay in America for if he doesn't win this presidency. 
They're seizing all of his businesses and properties because he's made the terrible habit of saying, oh, yeah, my house is worth $300 million when he needs a loan from J.P. Morgan. But when it comes time to pay taxes, he goes the opposite way. You know, eventually that arc is going to meet and somebody's going to answer for that money. And that's Don J. Trump. That's why this weekend word is that we're getting they've taken control of his golf courses, both international and domestic. He's going to pay back that fucking money and he can't because he's double and triple mortgaged everything. He owes on his fucking assets. He's lived on nothing. Like I said from day one, folks, smoking fucking mirrors. I will never forget Lori Duchesne. She's a beautiful traffic lady up in uh, New England back in the day. And we were interviewing Trump, and I'll never forget after that interview is over, even Lori recognized, man, that guy is full of fucking shit. How the hell does Don make a living? When it was in business, by any chance, did you take a trip on Trump Airlines? Still, did you know a single solitary fucking person on this planet who traveled via Trump Airlines? 1988, Trump buys Eastern Shuttle. Yeah, ran hourly flights between Boston, New York City, and D.C. for 27 years. Trump gets a hold of it and fucks it up. Why? Because he immediately takes simple shuttle planes and lines them with leather and gold and wood trim and spinner rims and all that bullshit. And starts charging everybody at the ass. Hey, dude. Haven't used those very red eyes and those shuttles and all that shit running up and down the fucking East Coast. Could I give you some advice? Nobody gives a flying fuck. It's not a champagne toast. Most people are either going to or coming back from fucking work. And if they work for you, they're extra pissed off because Trump is on the fucking plane. I'm guessing that's one of the reasons why the damn airline crashed. How the fuck does Trump make his money? Can you recall the last time you had a rough day at work and just come home to, you know, unhook to a nice glass of Trump vodka? When's the last time you did that, if ever, in your fucking life? Yeah, you forgot it's Russian potato vodka. Garen fucking teed. Sure. I'd place that fucking bet. There's Russians behind it, like them fucking casinos of his. Hey, did you go lose your ass in the fucking Trump casinos? Yeah, where nobody fucking won. That was the rumor, and contractors didn't get paid either. Charlie Luciano and Meyer Lansky had the same fucking problem down in Havana many moons ago when they opened up the Grand Nacional. Yeah, in the beginning, nobody won. No, no, nobody was allowed to win. So guess what? People didn't go to the Grand Nacional and they were hurting for business pretty bad. So you know what they did? The smartest thing they could ever do. They sent the Jew down, Meyer Lansky. They sent the Jew down and he said, hey, fuckers, whether you like it or not, you got to let people win. <laughs> it's actually in the history books because a Jewish guy said it out fucking loud, implemented the plan and it worked. <laughs> They let a few people win, and profits exploded like never before. But in Trump concedos, you were sodomized, so I hear. Yeah. You can see one of them Trump casinos in Ocean's Eleven with uh, George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Um, 
Yeah, when that casino started going belly up, you'll never guess who bailed Donald Trump out financially. Listen carefully. Russia. Russian oligarchs financially bailed that spoiled two-faced smoke and mirrors motherfucker out. He's just been living the appearance life, folks. Mortgaging everything to the fucking hilt, getting money from all his oligarch friends, making empty fucking promises to everybody, campaign donors, this and that. That's what he's living on, folks. Smoke and fucking mirrors. Can you recall the last time you sat down with the family around the dining room table and played Trump the game? That's right. Trump launched a Monopoly-style board game back in 1989. It was a total piece of shit. That's right. Discontinued a year later. You know why? Yeah, we know Trump's a game. Why the fuck would we want to play it? Trump Magazine. He launched that magazine back in 2007. Hey, look, I'm all about never being afraid to fail. But this is getting ridiculous. Trump launched a magazine back in 2007. Press release announcing the publication's arrival was described as reflecting the passions of its affluent readership by tapping into a rich cultural tapestry. The fuck does that mean? Is there a centerfold? Yeah, didn't last because nobody bought it. Hey, man, you know when um, John Jr., that'd be Kennedy, launched George Magazine? I am proud to say I was living in Boston at the time and as executive producer of the Carlson and McKenzie show, we interviewed John Jr. Would you, would you like to know why I think George Magazine managed to stay in publication seven years after his death? Because John Jr. was smart enough to put Kate Moss's naked ass on the front fucking cover. What Trump is is flash over sustenance, folks. That's just it. And I think he's been living on absolutely nothing for a long time. I mean, think about it. When's the last time you sat down starving to death, but you just couldn't wait to get to the dining room table and enjoy your fucking Trump steak, huh? Do we even know where the line of cows came from that provided those shitty fucking steaks? I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I prefer the pricks that drive up here in cargo vans. Hey, we're having a steak sale. Yeah, those guys go to Wally World, buy the shittiest clearance steaks they can find, go to some guy's garage, this is completely unsanitary, vacuum-pack the shit in cellophane, throw it in an uncooled ice chest, because none of them can afford ice. you got to put all the money in the gas tank, at least until we sell a couple of steaks. That's right. The steaks are shit. Don't be a fucking idiot. The guy walked up to your house in flip-flops. But if I have the choice of that and Trump steaks, I'll take the cargo van steaks, okay? Hey, how about GoTrump.com? Can you recall the last time you used that piece of shit website? Folks, every new LLC allows you to claim losses. I think Donald Trump has used a lot of fucking shitty businesses strictly for failure reasons so he could write the shit off and hide what he knew he was guilty of all along and what's already been proven in court. The fraud's already been proven. Now they're just stacking up fucking charges. 
I would just like to see the Vegas odds on what he's going to do in court today. My guess is if he takes the stand, tells the truth, they got him on perjury. If he lies, they got him on perjury. If he takes the fifth, it's only going to get worse. He's fucked. It's over. Raise your standard, presidential candidates, folks, and let's move on. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt and his SS-style hit squad of state police are out on patrol shutting down Oklahoma family farms and dispensaries statewide, and they're doing it because, well, they've been paid to do it. They're masquerading it as trying to protect the public, but it's bullshit. It's a lie, and I can prove it. They're trying to convince everybody they're attempting to protect folks against weed. Not alcohol. Not the pills served at the pharmacy. Marijuana. They're trying to protect the public. That's what those little shit asses on the take want you to believe. Remember now, folks, all that marijuana money that was supposed to go to schools. Hey, how much improvement have you seen in your rural Oklahoma schools? Ryan Walters and Stitty Bridges, they locked that money up in a savings account as though those schools don't need it right now, as though it's not an emergency and raining like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> Locking money up in a rainy day fund. One criminal to another, I'm calling bullshit, you little pussies. You do that when you want to skim money, folks, and that's why Ryan Walters and Stitt both are being investigated, and you keep fucking voting for them! You. This is all, once again, flash over substance. Spoiled, shitty, dishonorable crooks. Using the system to attack innocent Americans and cash in off your backs. Listen carefully what they're doing to Oklahoma dispensaries right now. They actually send their little units out, their little Gestapo units out who sit out in front of dispensaries waiting for over-occupancy or any kind of fire code violation or stitting all his ass buddies there in the fucking state capitol. That would be your legislators like Scott Fettgetter. They keep rewriting the laws and throwing new little angles on there, trying to catch the dispensaries off guard because the dispensaries are having a hell of a time keeping up. Yeah, they got them jumping through one hoop to the next. More and more dispensary farms from outside of Oklahoma are cutting ties with Oklahoma. They don't want to do business with this anymore because of Stitt and Fettgetter and all of the dis- dishonorable fat fucking pricks on the take. Why are they doing it? Well, the word on the street is Mango's Cannabis is looking to control the market of Rick Simpson oil and all the marijuana. Yeah, that way they can cheapen it, dilute it, lower it, raise the price and start ripping you off. You see, the problem is Rick Simpson oil is being bought up in droves by cancer patients who are suffering terrible pain, horrible pain. Well, the first fucking thing Kevin Stitt ordered your legislator, Scott Fettgetter, to do, they rewrote legislation making it illegal to advertise the benefits of pain relief in Rick Simpson oil right here in Oklahoma. Him and Kevin Stitt wrote legislation making it illegal in the state of Oklahoma to advertise that Rick Simpson oil is beneficial to pain. And any dispensary that dared 
advertise the benefits of Rick Simpson oil for cancer patients and people like me who suffer from terrible arthritis? Well, Stitt just sent out his SS hit squad of state police, shut down the farms and the dispensaries. That's what they're doing, folks. Shutting them down. You don't need that knowledge. It cuts into their profits. Rick Simpson oil is saving people from horrible pain. It's saving them from that pain without having to take morphine and being all doped up on all the fucking shit they get at the goddamn pharmacy. They don't have to take it anymore, and it's hurting. Drugs are profits. And so Stitt's been ordered to make that Rick Simpson oil go away, Oklahoma. Are you going to sit still for it, or are you going to pick up the fucking phone? I've had it with your complacency. And your half-ass attitude. You won't even do anything to fucking help yourself. I've been screaming and yelling about this for over a fucking year. How many dispensaries do you think share my show? How many people who benefit from Rick Simpson Oil do you think share or subscribe to the show? Not a fucking one. You know why people are half-ass complacent and you take everything for fucking granted, including this country and your own personal liberties and rights. And you do it because you're told by the fucking television and the fucking neighbors and all the other idiots you put so much trust in. You can't be that fucking stupid, and I know you're not, which means you don't have an excuse. Wake up at three in the fucking morning, feels like your hands are in a vat of lava. It hurts so fucking bad, all the worn, all the fighting, all the breaks, all the tears, all the pins, all the surgeries. It hurts so fucking bad. Ever since Rick Simpson oils come along, it doesn't happen anymore. I don't, ha- I don't have to take painkillers. You take a rice-sized bit of Rick Simpson oil, you sleep like a baby. You don't wake up. All- it- the pain goes away. You wake up the next day, you're not drugged. You're not groggy because it's not a fucking drug. It's natural, God-given, growing herb. You got a fucking pit bull here that's trying to help you, hardhead. Can you help yourself? Huh? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to cut it out for the Stand the Joke Man show. Of course, this is product Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting the Boys Room Studio here in Henrietta, America, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Apple and Amazon. Yeah, I'm looking for a deal, but I'm not holding my fucking breath. I like what I have here. I, I think I dig this. I do need a sponsor, though. I need a sponsor. If you've got a business you want to sponsor this show, please. If you just want to put some money behind this show, please. Uh, you can contact me, Joke Man Productions LLC, on Facebook, or do it the old-fashioned way. Joke Man Productions LLC, Stand the Joke Man Show. It'll be P.O. Box 699, Henrietta, Oklahoma, 74437. If you support what I do, would you share this fucking show? Because you can't rely on Google Ads, right? Or Meta. Yeah, they censor everything. That means I need you. You got to fucking help me. All right. I won't beg you to listen, but I would beg you to help me advertise. (laughs) You guys rock and roll. I'll be back on Wednesday. Bombing down poinsettias back Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Chapter 25, Citizen Canaan. Thanks for giving a damn to even hear the story. I really... Even my own wife... You know, all these years been telling me, my uncle, my everybody's been telling me, you got to put that fucking story down on paper. Well, I did that, but then I just won't publish it. You know, I didn't want to put it out because everybody want me to do it their way. You know, you got you to gotta rewrite this and rewrite Fuck you. It's my story. I won't. 
So doing it the audio way was the only way I could keep it. I mean, it's not that I'm not open to... Don't get me wrong. I just... Don't fuck with my story, man. Don't lie. Don't embellish. Just keep it real. That's the best fucking story. Anyway, I appreciate y'all hearing it and listening. And as far as the other stuff goes, like the Rick Simpson oil, the benefits that it's doing for so many good people out there, could you help me? I, I swear, I'm not looking for anything... It just hurts me to see people suffer. And here is something that prevents that. They're going to die anyway. We all are, but at least we don't have to die in fucking agony. And Stitt's trying to take it away. Some diabolical people are trying. I need your help. Share this fucking show and get the word out, would you? I'll see you Wednesday. I knew. Bye, Kendios, mi amigos. Strangers. From strangers into brothers, from brothers into strangers once again. We saw the whole world, but I couldn't see the meaning. I couldn't even recognize my friends. any different right now feels the same I wonder why I wish they told us it shouldn't take a sickness or airplanes falling out the sky do I have to die to hear you miss me do I have to die to hear you say goodbye I don't want to act like there's tomorrow I don't want to wait to do this one more time One more time One more One more time One more time I miss you Took time but I admit it It still hurts even after all these years And I know that next time Ain't always gonna happen I gotta say I love you while we're here Do I have to die to hear you miss me? Do I have to die to hear you say goodbye? I don't wanna Time, one more time, one more time, one more time, one more time, I miss you.